Hello? Are you are are you guys still there? We're back, baby. It's another episode of Cactus Elbow Hangover, a podcast about wrestling. How's it going, everybody? My name is Ann Hobbs. I'm two ten twenty one, and I'm Raspy Voice, infamous Afro. <laughs> Raspy Afro, he's out there, baby. He's coming to get you. <laughs> it's been a minute, y'all, but we're back. We're trying a new thing, maybe bringing you some shorter episodes in hopes that it's going to be more frequent. Yeah. You know, we're really trying to get this out weekly to you guys and uh, get more continuous content. So get ready. Get ready for us. Brace yourselves. Get ready. Uh, that spandex on. Lace up those masks. Shine up your boots. Put the brass knuckles in the jock. That's right. Ready to roll. Kendo sticks over the back. <laughs> hey. Uh, a bunch of cheaters. Yeah, that's right. It's not cheating. It's sneaky unless style. The ref sees you. Sneaky style. That's right. Mm-hmm. Like a ninja. What about the kids? What kids? Aren't we trying to teach oh. them how to get ahead? Anyway, let's let's <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some news. Big news right now in the WWE world as Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff have now been named the heads of Raw and SmackDown, respectively. I agree with one of those decisions. You know, I feel like both of them could be entertaining if done well. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think if it's a competition, Heyman's going to write circles around Bischoff. I'd agree with that. And it wouldn't be the first time historically that he's done that. But, I mean... Uh, It depends. And with SmackDown, I mean, they are a little more action-oriented, so he doesn't necessarily need to write so much as put people in the ring and let them actually wrestle instead (laughs) of, you know, trying to micromanage from the gorilla position. Nobody needs that. Vince. Poke, poke. Chill, buddy. Wow. (laughs) We've we've offended Reese. Wow. Reese, what do you have to say about it? You're apart from wow. Uh, I am. I'm interested to see what they're doing with this now. Depending on what's being said on Monday or Tuesday or both days, you know, this could go bad. Like, if the concept I'm thinking that they're going to go with, with competition, I really don't need Raw versus SmackDown. I really just need some fun shows that are, like, energetic with their executive producers or whatever. I agree with that entirely. Absolutely. So... You know, it'll be interesting, but if they're going to just do another storyline thing, I'm going to be like, ah. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty over that story. I, I feel like we've done that enough <laughs> over the last like 20 years. You yeah. know, yeah, um, no, it could yeah. be. I mean, I'm an optimist. You guys know me. Mm. I always look on the bright side. This I, I hope it leads to a better product. I hope it leads to something better for the fans that put their time and their hearts and their money into what in my opinion has been kind of a second rate product this year. Mm. I'll say amen to that. At no fault of the wrestlers. No, no, no. no absolutely. There is so much talent there. Absolutely. But WWE keeps them so restricted in terms of moveset and what you can do and what you can say and how you must act and how you must look. And there's, you know, the wrestlers 
I, I think very few of them have any control over their destinies while they're signed to WWE. And I understand that WWE, as big as it is, has a, a product and a brand that they need to protect. But I think I can speak for all three of us when I say that they've been going too far for too long. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, uh, you know, that echoes kind of moving into the next topic. John Moxley, out of the WWE, shows up on New Japan. Mm-hmm. Wins the U.S. title, North American title. Goes on to kind of badmouth WWE. Not necessarily badmouth, but definitely express some creative frustration. In what has been the style of AEW so far. Oh, absolutely. They kind of, they're not shy about their distaste and dislike of the WWE. Truth, truth. And, you know, apparently neither is Jericho anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, someone who's showing up in New Japan, which is crazy. But uh, <laughs> so so now we've got Moxley, and he's announced that he wants to be in the G1, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah, that would and, be great. And uh, as most of our listeners probably know, the G1 is going to be taking place their first night in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. And who would have been a great draw to that? John Moxley, but hey, as it turns out, AEW is not allowing John Moxley to perform New Japan shows in the United States, which I understand is a business decision. Oh, but it's a whack business decision. It's a whack, and, and you know what? I, J- I kind of sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like New Japan, I suspect at one point in time in the future, if not like multiple times in the future are going to work with AEW. Oh yeah. Like it's gonna happen. But maybe I I mean I don't need I don't think they, they need just to snatched retaliation. They just snatched Moxley though. No, they didn't. He's doing both. Like Moxley is he signed with New Japan before he went to AEW. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's good. Like he's cleared to play or or perform internationally. Right. But in the United States, they won't let him perform for New Japan. That is because I've really seen him disappointing. on. It is it's really disappointing. And I think Shame on you, guys. you know it. It it sounds like AEW is doing that because they're a little jaded that New mm. Japan doesn't want to work with them right away. But New Japan doesn't want to scare off Ring of Honor. And yeah. as much as I dislike Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. I will say I what <laughs> I will say I you know I get their. They're wanting to respect their a, a longtime business partner, you know. Like, sure. I don't think that's. I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm I don't think we should whack. write it off. I'm I don't think we should whack. write it off, and I do think it's whack. Yeah, it's whack. But because of that, Moxley's in the B block, which I think is going to make things a little more interesting. Oh, you may be right. The A block is um, pretty packed with some heavy hitters, but I think that that B block's going to have a really. I think they're going to have the more entertaining matches Mm. and i also think they're going to have kind of the more shocking bracket much like the super juniors did this year sure Mm, also kent is going to be in the g1 (laughs) just gonna throw that one out there fucking kent is gonna be g1 no brought out by the wrestler i mean I guess what makes you feel that way that a block is weaker than oh no 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 i don't i think I think that 
there are really big names on the A block. Mm -hmm. Like big, like I think, I think the big names are on the A block. A lot of them are. And I think that's going to lead to some really, really high caliber matches. But what I liked about what, what I like about this is the other block, like B block has a lot of variety, like, you know, kind of some, some what might be considered mid card wrestlers. What? (laughs) Some. Not all. Okay. I'm just saying some. Okay. I'm I'm arguing with you on this one. First and foremost, all right, the A block has Lance Archer. Well, okay, whatever. Lance Archer. <laughs> it's a name like that. He sounds like he should be on the Justice League. We are already in, like, a, a territory of, like, it, it won't be so bad, but come on, Lance Archer and Bad Luck Folly. I think both blocks have their ins and outs of people who are going to lose. I think both blocks look very, very interesting. I mean, let's think about it. Like, we will have, like, Kenta versus Okada in the A block. Osprey versus Kenta. Osprey versus Okada. Tanahashi versus Kenta. Ibushi versus Kenta. And various other things and stuff that are great. But the, the B block has some hard, great... Really great hard hitting people in it. I'm you know, saying Naito. Yeah. Oh, Naito oh, is going to be right. amazing. That's right. For some reason, I thought Naito was in the A block this year. Nope. B block. That's right. Okay. Well, that he's going to be take. He'll most likely take on Moxley. I w- I am digging a Ishii versus Moxley. Oh, I think that's going to be a great match. I'm not see. I'm not saying it's going to be. They're going to be bad matches. I think they're going to be wonderful matches. Like, I just think. If he would have been in A block, it would have been like, I don't know. I, I think it would have made it too much star power on one roster and then not Maybe enough on the B. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm I'm happy that he's over here. Like, Moxley versus Shingo. Holy crap, that's going to be hard hitting. Like, I'm down with that. I'm down with, like, Shingo versus Ishii. Oh, they're going <laughs> to kill each other. And Jeff Cobb's in it. I forgot yeah. Jeff Cobb was in it. That's oh, going to yeah. be really fun, too. And I think both blocks have some really good matches that are really lined up. But as a whole, um, who do you see in your final? Ooh, ooh, that's a good question. I mean, part of me wants to see Abushi versus Naito again, but I part of me doesn't ever want to see that match again. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I'd like them both to survive and walk out. I don't yeah, know. I have Naito in my final. Mm-hmm. It's who from the A block that I really think is going to take it. And I'm going to throw my hat at two guys that have been doing pretty well over there. Mm-hmm. Either Sag Zaber Jr. or Will Osprey. Yeah, Will Osprey could be a really good one. And he signed the, he's signed to Japan now, buddy. Like he's oh, yeah, no, he's committed. there. He's there full time. And that, I mean, that could be a wonderful match. Ah, oh, man, yeah, that, imagine, was, that was tough. It's hard to imagine Will Ospreay being in anything other than a wonderful match. That's also true. He is a fantastic wrestler. He has been doing phenomenal yeah. recently, especially, so. Speaking of Will Ospreay. Here we go. Oh, no, it's just, a, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good, like, we're, it's a good segue to my other news item. Nice. Oh, I know the news. I- Here's the thing. I know the news. I right. that that you you haven't told me yet. 
but I but know you what already you're about know. to talk about. I feel like probably <laughs> most people know, but that's okay. I'm going to say it anyway. So, Will, well, Will Ospreay responded to a tweet that Seth Rollins had tweeted, hmm. claiming that... Say what? He tweeted a tweet? He tweeted a tweet, yo. And he was like, hey, nobody does what I do consistently, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he was running his mouth. And... Basically, was like find another wrestler alive who who works consistently like I do. And, right, I and, saw that tweet, and Will Osprey responded, "I'm alive." Nice. And Rollins really like kind of went condescending on the dude after that. Which, whatever, you know, like let we'll get some some healthy ribs in or, nah, or what have I, you. I, I get. <laughs> I get why Seth is upset because everyone, a lot of people are digging on WWE. Oh yeah, and the people who are wrestling there as well. So he, I, he's the he, he's right in his way of saying that. Like, yeah, he's the champ. He's the face of the company. He's got to defend his territory, which I get. Like, you gotta at least for that company you do right now. At least <laughs> that's defending oh, yeah. your brand seems to be the theme of this episode. It does yep. kind of. Interesting. So, anyways, Osprey kind of was interviewed about the feud. <laughs> it's not really a feud. He really just said, "I'm alive," and then he didn't really respond much after that. And but why should he? No, he doesn't need he to. He said what needed to be said. You know, but he he was kind of like, "I'd I'd like to wrestle Seth one day, but it's just not really my my current vision." Mm. Which I thought was cool. You yeah. know, like took the high road. He's also stupid young. like this guy right he is already so successful in the wrestling scene at such a young age you know like it's it's gonna be a a lot of fun to watch uh watch will osprey's career as we move forward i hope with the risks that he takes he fucking has a career he seems like he's trying to slow it down a little bit because i would love to watch him wrestle for another 25 years i'd agree totally Hopefully. <laughs> but you know what? Liger's still around. And, uh, is. you know, he's in his 50s. He's doing all right. He's in amazing shape. I would I would not. I, w- I would not fucking flex yeah, on that but, either. No, no, no. But Liger is not doing or what has never done all this insane shit that fucking Osprey's doing. Man. You're right. Dude is uh, throwing his body around like it's nobody's business. I, I admire his dedication, but yeah, I, I would like to <laughs> see him live. Mm, yes. <laughs> I would also like to see him live. Yes. I would like to see Kota Ibushi live, too, which is why I don't want to see him wrestle Naito again. Because mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, that... why, that's why they're in separate blocks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that match was just... Uh, those two seem to push each other to pretty intense limits. Good God. Yeah. Good God. Oh, also, just a, a quick a quick little blip of news. Scene. Oh, my God. I just totally, like, brain farted. Wow. That was terrible. <laughs> Holy shit. That was terrible. Okay, anyways. That was, like, full-on feud Man. state. That was Let's great. try that one more time. Yeah. So, one more thing. We've seen Ricochet start using the, uh, oh, my God. Codebreaker. Codebreaker. There we go. Thank you. Um, Has he been? <laughs> yeah, he started using the codebreaker oh, wow. as as kind of like the lead up to the six thirty. Uh, okay. Um but really it's he's starting to use it because he wants a more low impact move mm-hmm. that he can use as a finisher because the six thirty is fucking 
kicking his ass. So he's getting <laughs> old. And he asked Chris Jericho for permission to use the move. Mm-hmm. And Jericho was like, absolutely. Huh. You might want to change the name. Right. And he didn't name it anything or hasn't to the best of my knowledge. There's no <laughs> right. new name. But WWE refuses to call it the Codebreaker. Oh, of course. <laughs> so it's it's just like double D's to face. <laughs> it's super funny. It makes me laugh. Makes me laugh. Uh, you guys. We can still use Codebreaker, y'all. It's, <laughs> it's all okay. right. Like, you're still using money in the bank. It's okay to use his ideas. Anyway. That's yeah, fair <laughs> point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, motherfuckers will dedicate an entire fucking pay-per-view and, like, months after that of storylines something to create it mm-hmm. and give them no credit. But yeah. God forbid we'd say Codebreaker. <sighs> childish. It's all and childish. on that happy note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Making their way to the ring. Weighing a combined total of 727 pounds of podcasting excellence. Cactus Elbow Hangover! Cactus Elbow Hangover is proud to present Garlic Bread by Secret Dog. Secret Dog is Felix Fast Forward, Ethernaut, and our own venerable MC, Ann Hobbs. Watch the video for Garlic Bread now on YouTube, or stream Garlic Bread by Secret Dog today on Spotify. Side-eyed glances from both sides of his face Now he's cross-eyed and cut into shape like a bonsai Fingers primed like the fonts to make him say hey And his business as usual in the upside down Jump like Mario Galaxy, gain some perspective Sentimental detective performing kennel inspections Yo, it's all for the kids, yeah, it's all for the kids Just until they are born, peep the original sin and parishioners scorn Say we should take it to space We want to take it to space They want to see the sky fall But we're gonna fly through it These thoughts are giving us wings And by God we might do it Program the robots So they can take us away To where the skies are green And the grasses are gray The warp drive is ready And we're saying engage Ain't no gravity here We can't be falling from grace A new page that's massive Put new sails on the mast No more sailing seas Bathed in plastic No more children kept from parents forced to sleep on mats in walmart prisons because there's no division no no limits no code is missing no need to fidget ain't no finishing line because we're never finished breathe like sharks in water so we're always swimming cosmos and milky ways through pot scum and filthy pages they never had the numbers gotta keep us guessing sending prayers to answer searching for our blessings grow our hair to feathers store of our own invention they look like ants to measure crushing the queen with their own confessions we're caught in a coma of codependence On a road to ruin In a rusty Buick Told to keep it fluid, keep it moving You got this now, give it to me Start over, thanks for lifting my G Here's a piece of garlic bread for your troubles Share it with your kids, I'm sure it's bursting their bubbles It's kinda crusty, but you can dip it in a gutter or puddle Come back again tomorrow so we can make sure I make double Garlic bread Garlic bread. Get that bread.
And we're back. Hi, guys. What's up? Yo. So what's good in the world of wrestling? Well, plenty. Uh, very little of it coming out of the WWE. Hey. Ouch. What? Zing. So, uh, yeah, I, I got caught up on uh, a little bit of Raw, a little bit of SmackDown, and uh, I, I think it's a good thing that leadership is being transferred to new people. I, I think that especially what's going on, you know, with like your your quote unquote A-listers right now is just boring, 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 rehashed, more Roman Reigns, boring. <laughs> Seth Rollins, the man, the Baxter, boring. Two wrestlers that I really admire, this whole relationship angle, and yes, it's an angle, come on, boring. Boring and predictable. <laughs> I don't care about it. What I do care about, the only thing in the WWE worth caring about, is our truth. Hey, I don't care what anybody else says. The man's a genius. He's one of the best performers in the business and has been for like 20 years. And this fucking angle they're running with him wrestling 30 times a night and losing the title. And he's, he's now the nine-time champion. The 24-7 champion? 24-7 champion. It's just fantastic. It's 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 the most entertaining part of both of those broadcasts. Period. <laughs> it is pretty funny. I've really liked the Firefly Funhouse too, though. The fire. And okay. Yeah. I'm bummed out that it's it's done. Yeah. Uh, I I thought that was a fun, creative thing that he was doing. It was creepy, mm-hmm. and I liked it. And but you know uh, we can't alienate the advertisers. Well, I I really think though it was meant to be a limited thing. Until he came back. Mm, yeah. And now they're hinting it by putting some of the puppets in the background of, of different scenes. Yeah. Which is cool. I like that angle, too. You know who I want to see him hit when he comes back? Huh? Aleister Black. Well, I think it's interesting that like he's been running promos about, like, all you have to do is let me in. And then, like, and Alistair's then been, and like... And there's a knock at the fucking door. Yeah, like... And that... holy shit, can Aleister Black cut a fucking promo? Yeah, man. Where like, was all that in NXT? That's a. It was there. It was, but was it wasn't. It? I don't feel like they yeah. really pushed on he, it as much. No, I know? feel like they they had him kind of playing the strong silent type. I mean, he was cutting promos, but nothing like what he's doing now. In his later promos, I mean, in his later time in NXT, he didn't even really cut promos. Mm-hmm. Um, he just kicked people in, in the, the early. Face. This still has the same feeling as his early promos that he was doing. I I I should say you guys should check it out. All the older stuff that uh, his older promos that he used to do because it's kind of the same same sense but just different context what to what it is right. Are now. we talking mm-hmm. like when when he first came to NXT or are you talking before that? When he first came to NXT. Huh, okay. Yes. Well, maybe I'll go back and look. I mean, you know. If, if he was if he was as good then as he is now, uh, I will I will eat my words absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think he's been he's been pretty entertaining, and I would I would love to see a run uh, between him and Bray. I I think that uh, their styles are very complementary. Um, I think that uh, I think you could write a good story behind that. If, you know, if the WWE decides to write a good story, but. Uh, 
the the other thing that I'm kind of intrigued about with uh, what's happening in the WWE right now is uh, the whole Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss thing. A little predictable. It's easy to see that you know the quote unquote friendship is coming to a flaming end, and soon we're gonna have you know what I hope and what I think are gonna be some pretty decent matches between Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. So you know we'll 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 put a pin in that one, and uh, we'll hope for the best there. And I, I yeah honestly. For this week's viewing, I think that's pretty much covers what the WWE had to offer. The rest of it was pretty standard fare. Oh no! Oh, Josh, I I <laughs> disagree with <laughs> you. Oh boy, let's hear it. Here we go. Let's NXT another WWE product. Oh, see, okay, yes, no, man. I'm talking about the WWE branded products, Raw and SmackDown. NXT is a branded product at this point. Run, is, run by but... different people. Well, run by one person, yes. Yes. Different person. But but it can be... I wish that we would get away from not considering NXT a... You know, and I'm not saying that you are considering this, but the way that uh, WWE pushes it is that NXT is like, you know, this wild outskirt product. The B that, product. Like, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And, and, and I agree that that thought, that line of thought needs to stop because it is uh it is a far better product and more deserving of respect than that. Um my my point is and, and the reason why I think mentally I separate it from WWE is because I, I kind of don't want that stink on it. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy NXT and I want to continue to enjoy NXT. So there's there's this part of my lizard brain that just refuses to consider that an, a, a w a true <laughs> WWE production. I can see where you're coming from. Uh, but while we're on the note of NXT, we have quite a few things that are uh, ongoing right now. Um, just recently, we just had Io Shirai versus Shayna Baszler in a steel cage match, and that was uh, really really good, which saw. Io Shirai turn heel. Nice. And now she's become this dark entity of what she used to be, which I don't know what she used to be, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't hate that. No, me neither. It kind of gives her a little oh. more edge. Mm. So she will be feuding with Candice LeRae. Really? A bit. Okay. But Shayna Baszler has retained her uh, championship, putting her still at the top of the list of best female heel champion right now in the WWE. Yeah, I'd, I'd give her that. We're uh, most likely working our way to getting Cole and Gargano again, uh, number three. Don't hate that either. No, that's a great match. It'll be interesting to see what they bring to this table now, since we've already had two great matches with them mm. already. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. have to. They're gonna have to really reach for this one. Innovate, mm. like. We're going to have, I don't know what they're going to do, but regardless, um, with that and said, um, continuing, NXT is holding a interesting tournament. They're calling it the NXT Breakout Tournament. Hmm. I saw that. That should actually be featuring really some. Yeah, they're featuring some new signees uh, within this tournament. Some of them are former wrestlers from other companies, such as ACH. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Z. I'm not as familiar with uh, from TNA. And um a guy I'm forgetting his name. I think it's like Trevor something. Trevor Lee. He's going by 
Trevor Lee, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's going by Cameron Grimes is in the tournament as well. Yeah. And he's coming from Impact, right? Huh? He was in Impact was before. He... Is that right? Yeah. 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 That's correct. So he, um, this tournament is going to be really, really interesting. So say the least. Nice. Um, but what else do we have? The Street Profits are most likely going to be challenged from someone, whether it be Undisputed, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. Mm-hmm. I think they're actually working their way to Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish because the Profits have beaten the Forgotten Sons, and I think they're going to take on Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Mm-hmm. I'd like to um, see those guys get a belt at some point. Oh, for real. You know, like... Yeah, they're probably going to let I feel like, Street Profits ride. Oh, yeah, no, no. Like, let, let Street Profits have it for a minute. I'm not Absolutely. I'm not trying to say that they should fucking lose it right away. I just mean, like, I would I would like to see those guys get some shine at some point. I, I mean, feel you like guys, they've got the crowd behind them, you know? Yeah, you guys know I've never been shy I, uh, about this. I, I'm an Oni Lorcan, Oni Lorcan fan. Absolutely. I don't care how hard his name is to say. Uh, the guy's talented. <laughs> he fucking goes hard. Uh, he takes a great fucking bump. Mm-hmm. He's so much fun to watch. And Birch is so complimentary. Very like, much they're so. Just, not just because they're bald white dudes, you know, <laughs> but like... Are you sure about that? Uh, I mean, but one's from Boston, the other one's from... One's Britain. from Boston. Like... <laughs> and just, the other isn't? The, the other one's from the UK? Fuck, I don't know, shit. They, they're, they're just pale. Boston? Some bastard. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Street Profits. Get it, guys. Uh, street Profits, don't get it. Stop dancing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, but their in their in ring ability is very impressive. Like I, I love watching them wrestle. I I'm not huge on their gimmick either. It's yeah. <sighs> Uh, but I believe that wraps up the uh, NXT news um, for right now. Uh, we have there's plenty about that still going on and stuff as they build up to the next takeover. So mm-hmm. good nice. stuff. But yeah, good stuff. What's going on in uh, New Japan? I've been nerding out on some New Japan. <laughs> it's actually kind of slow going now that the the best of the super juniors is over and, and we've gotten to or through dominion dominion was a great, uh, pay-per-view by the way, just uh, for anybody who wants to go watch some very phenomenal matches. But, uh, now, now we're prepping for the G one. Yeah. Okay. So the main event was not like, (laughs) but it's, uh, I'm sorry. I, I I had to take the stab in the air. But I will say, one. you know, it's it is something that is different and not something that occurs often in New Japan. So at least it's controversial in that sense. But and he wins with a roll up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he totally won with a roll up. That's, oh no! See, I love that shit. Well, no, that's uh, but too. I'm saying like that is not. That is not characteristic of the Rainmaker, you know. Like, <laughs> but that's great, though, right? No, it, that's what I'm. It's it's controversial, you know. Mm-hmm. It's different. Um, and hey, I Daniel think it, it got the oh hell yeah, it. no man, it, you know it it got the crowd's attention and it made them mad. 
but I think it also <laughs> I think it also added a good angle and is going to keep them invested. Yeah. Um it's keeping me invested. You know, I'm I'm interested to see. I I'm loving Moxley in New Japan right now. Mm. Uh he just much better. Much Holy better crap, him. man. He just is like he's so open and like just seems like he's enjoying himself. He had uh, a really fun match against Juice Robinson. Uh, as I, I talked about earlier, and then he went up against uh, one of the young lions, and now I'm totally spaced on his name. Shota Umino, Shota. and uh, yeah. and that was not just a good match, but really it has started one of my favorite stories that's going on in New <laughs> Japan right now, which is after he got on the mic and announced his wanting to be in the G1, he just like goes back in the ring. And kind of hoist Shota Umino up, uh, which you know in New Japan is is a really respectful thing, and um, that he was like helping him out out of the ring, and the crowd really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he goes back and he does his like interview, and fucking Umino is just looking like half dead, standing there <laughs> like 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 he's been punched in the face, dazed, but like for the whole interview, and Moxley's just like, yeah, I like this kid. Uh, he's going to be my young lion. Uh, I need somebody who's going to partner with me and, uh, he's going to do it. <laughs> it's just like, okay. He's just abducting this fucking young lion. That's amazing. I love it. It's just too funny to me. I don't know. The show to Umino. I choose you. Yeah, no, it really is. <laughs> but it's giving him something to kind of bounce off of. Like he's kind of pissed that he's like, moxley's young lion and that he's not in the g1 (laughs) and like uh he seems a little jaded and i like where that's going um that's great he's he you know he's one of like the three young lions right now that are ready you Mm -hmm. know like they're they're gonna move up eventually uh like in the near future i think right and that could just be a really fun feud to happen in the future so yeah g1 it's it's coming we did see the other the other night there was a great match oh, set of matches. One was the coach versus here we go versus El Fantasmo, and that was for the Rev Pro title. And uh, it was a fun match. It was a lot of fanfare, like on both sides, and that was really entertaining to watch, just because they're fun in the ring. You know, like you can tell both of those guys are enjoying themselves. And the crowd was really into it. Yeah, and then it and then it ended on some bullshit because it's El Fantasmo. And anything that El Fantasmo is doing right now ends on some bullshit. Um consistency is key. Kind of a quick tangent because uh I am enjoying this potential future feud that's going on, but throughout the best of the super juniors, and then after there's been kind of this competition between Robbie Eagles and El Fantasmo in Bullet Club. And it started with interference to help Robbie Eagles win a match. You know, El Fantasmo interfered and Eagles didn't think that he needed it. And now, you know, then he kind of El Fantasmo screwed him out of winning a match for a um a tag match and that took him out of the uh possibility of contention for the uh junior tag titles and it's just uh it's a good slow heat Mm -hmm. 
slow heat that's going to build slow into a, a wonderful <laughs> feud, I think. And could even see, like, you know, a face turn for Robbie Eagles. Hmm. One other... Is that what we want? I don't know. I don't know if I care. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly but, what I was going but with. But <laughs> I, do, I do think that the, the Super Juniors kind of are pretty heel-heavy right now. Mm. And with Osprey trying to move up and... Umin or not Umino. Uh the fuck am I talking about? Uh the dragon. Also Shingo. Shingo also moving up. Well, you know, potentially. Uh well, I mean, they're not necessarily moving up though. No, but but they're kind of playing both feel. You know, like yeah. they're they're more in the, the never open area now. I think it, it leaves room for a face and Kashida's not there anymore. You know, so they're gonna bring somebody up. The ladies seem to like Robbie Eagles. Just, just going off of. But wait a minute. I mean, you did say you. How many heels are in? We're in the G one this time. No, 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 I'm no. Definitely... Best, best of the Super Juniors, not the G one. Or I'm sorry, uh, not the G one, but the uh, best of the Super Juniors. Who were the heels? You're you no, 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 to? not in the tournament, but like just on the regular Super Junior roster. Like I feel like it's pretty, pretty heel heavy, and a lot of a lot of them are sitting in the the Bullet Club and Suzuki Goon area. You know, just just my feeling on it. Just my feeling. Um. Okay. If nothing else, I guess I'm trying to. I guess I'm just trying to figure out who were our the heels. I guess of um. Like who all were like, yeah, it was Bullet Club heavy and stuff. Well, Bullet uh, Club has like three members, three num- and then Suzuki yeah, Goon had- has like three members. Did they? Well, they've got uh, what's his name got out, right? Um, but then he was yeah. replaced with Doki. Oh, well, and now Doki right, is part of their. I forget like, that is he, part of the Doki regular like part of the regular brand now. So like he's stuck around, and I think it's going to be in New Japan for a minute. Right, so so they've got at least three, so that's six. But you know, Tiger Mask is getting older, and we're about to see. Oh my God! Sorry, <laughs> so many wrestlers. Like, how are there so many wrestlers? Uh, we're about to see. Uh, uh, homeboy retire. Who am I thinking of? Jushin Thunder Thank you, Liger. Liger is about to retire. You know, so I mean that it, the faces are are phasing out, and I think we're gonna see a, a heel turn from one of Rapungi 3K. I'm not entirely sure which one. And already, yeah, I don't know. I get I get the feeling from uh, is it Yo? Is Yo the gold one? Um, I I mean no, Show is the gold one. I think Show is the yeah. gold one, but. I think I think Show's gonna be the one that that takes the turn. Just based on him like using his own theme music instead of using Rapungi 3K's music and things like that when he came out and I don't know. That's that's just my feel. That's just my feel. Hmm. It also gives Rocky Romero an, an excuse to wrestle some more. Uh, all you want is Rocky Romero. God, dude, Rocky put on some <laughs> wonderful matches during the G1. Like him and Al Phantasmo was stellar. That was a great match. 
obviously I liked I was, him and the coach too. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Coach. Dude, I love Coach. What can I say? You know, dude's like were, 40 years old really and rude. he is rolling. Hey, he almost came through for me, man. Like he made it he made it to the the finals of of his block. Osprey's <laughs> uh-huh. Osprey's a stud, dude. He's a young man. It's hard to keep up with that guy when you're 40 <laughs> and throwing your ass at people's face all the time. Shit. Right. But like super junior coach is the best coach. Like it, he just that that Taguchi always puts on the best matches. Um, I don't know. I I really like it. Dude can wrestle and simultaneously entertain. Um, another really cool match that happened just recently was the Gorillas of Destiny versus Juice Robinson and Mikey Nichols. And Nichols caught the win, which will put them up for a title match. But they make a a shockingly good tag team. I would never, ever have thought to put them together, but it works. Who the fuck is Nichols? Uh, Mikey Nichols <laughs> was one of the guys from TM61. Uh, oh, okay, Who went to New okay. Japan. I don't remember what his name was when he was... No in. one does. Like, <laughs> but, but you know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was, he was the other guy in TM61, <laughs> also known as the Mighty later. Yeah. I'm really glad I got close to the mic for that. Yeah. And then, uh, and then. Who the fuck is Nick? <laughs> the fuck is that guy? <laughs> but no, he's, he's actually put on some really impressive, uh, one on one matches. And I'm interested to see him get into the tag division. Hmm. I'd be happy just to see their tag division beef up a little bit. Shit. That that was the end of my rant. Really, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I, I, Nick, we're ending on who? <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! Uh, no name, Mikey Nichols. That's his his new name. No name, Mikey Nichols. Sorry, buddy. The artist formerly known as uh... <laughs> that one guy. Uh... Hey, we're gonna take a break. We'll yes, we are. <laughs> Cactus Elbow Hangover is proud to present Solo is Gross, featuring Doug Funny, Stitches, and Riff Raff, from the album of the same name by Sean Solo. Buy the digital album today on Bandcamp for immediate download and unlimited streaming. Sean Solo. At the tone, please record your voice message. When you are finished recording, you may hang up yeah. or press tone for more options. Solo? I heard he wipes his ass with a pizza slice and he saves his shit and need it late at night. But his logic is, can't waste pizza, right? Nigga, that's gross. Who thinks toilet tissue as a pepperoni? I ain't bleed a shit until he showed me. Said it's gross as fuck, but that's the homie, but still, I got the skills for real. He went 
this shit cause it come with his meals yep. We're talking some business and now we're just witnessing He's talking shit cause he totally will literal. Probably take shit with a cereal Maybe I'm critical, yep. maybe I'm analytical uh. Maybe the gross shit is minimal right. When he's a gross motherfucker I don't say this shit in general yep. Yep. Think about the dirty motherfucker That you ever better go ahead and double that, double that, double that. Then think about the time it got real close Then to explain who's Bubba Fett And no start of bothering yep. your eyes Start right around uh-huh. wanna smack the shit up But then you'll be hoping right. him Not even close Solo be doing the most Yo, Stitches, tell him Solo is gross Solo is gross Solo is gross Solo is gross Solo is gross, needs to wash his face, his butt face. Wash your butt face off with some uh, cream soda. Works good for a frosty cream soda. Get your GD, brush your, brush your toboggan. Damn! What the fuck is that smell? I know that shit too well. It's like they concocted in hell. When's the last time you in a shower, dog? Did, did you just fucking say a few hours? Oh, no. Now I gotta beat your ass with some salt like a cool metal jacket yeah. And waterboard you when I get on from a mouthwash When everyone strap you to a fucking match You wouldn't suppress the smell Yeah, we helping your health What does Rip Rap and Stitches think about Solo? Meanwhile Solo is gross Solo is gross Solo is gross Solo is gross Toboggans, you want some choppers like these? Huh? You wanna chop? You wanna chop it a bit like that? Alright, gargle with some old spice. Get some Neutrogena. Alright. Dan Tony. Hey, we're back again. Rex and effects, so let's begin. Nice. Not where hey, I thought oh, you were going. Yeah. With that. yeah? Uh, that was, that was, ooh. yeah. Did you just boo my use of tag team? Oh, I just owed you. Oh, you booed me. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, how y'all doing? Josh and I had a really cool experience to go to some local indie shows lately. Yes, we did. Over the last few weeks. Yeah. We got to see, uh, local company called lucha libre's ah, oh my god <laughs> try that terrible tonight let's <laughs> we got to see a local company called lucha libre and laughs mm-hmm. at combined stand-up comedy and wrestling it pretty was weird pretty fun it was weird and extraordinarily hot yeah uh, super hot the theater that that was in did not have its air conditioning on and, well, uh, it's one of those theaters that was built before there was air conditioning, and I think that nobody has ever bothered to think, you know, would be a good idea. You know, what we could put on the roof of this place that our patrons would love. Yeah, you know, the weird thing is, my wife has gone there multiple times and mm-hmm. complained about how fucking cold it is. So I just assumed going in there that you know air conditioning wasn't going to be a thing. Yeah, well, I guess you know wrestling fans run hot. 
Yeah. What can oh, I tell that's you? that's the truth. And it was sold out. Like, oh my it was god, it was so packed. There were people standing fuck, in the man. aisles. That was it was impressive. It was. It was. And I got to say, the MCs, the guys that ran the thing, were genuinely funny and genuinely likable. They were. The stand-up comedians, on the other hand, were. Mm. They yeah. were good. Good ones and bad ones. I'm not going to name. There were bad names. ones and less bad ones. There were bad ones. Yeah, okay, that might be more appropriate. Yeah, the one lady. My favorite one was the one that told jokes that were funny that she didn't think was going to be funny. Yeah, like her reaction to our reaction was the best part of that. Yeah, she was a little blown away, but whatever. It was good, and then we got to also go see Respect Women's Wrestling, which was actually a really great show. That was way better. Yeah. Uh, I also found out they're run by the same people. Yeah. Which, <laughs> great. Makes sense. Y'all are doing good. Yep. Keep it up. But yeah, Respect Women's Wrestling was, that was a lot of fun. And uh, Jeff Hardy was there. Yes, he was. Not, doing Not as a wrestler. No, but as a musician. As a singer. Musician Jeff Hardy. Oh, how was his band? Oh, no, we left. Yeah, we did not stay for that. Oh. No. <laughs> we, we weren't sticking around for that nonsense. No, no. no. That, was, that was a venue full of drunk people with a stage in the middle of the venue. It's a music venue. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's not very big. And they didn't tear the stage down or anything. The stage stayed there. Yep. And then Jeff Hardy was going to be on the normal stage. And uh, no, no, that's not happening. And that's where you and I met, Tyler. That is. Oh. We met there, shit, seven years ago or something. Yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah, no shit. So here, I, I am going to make one complaint. Okay. The venue is pretty much standing room only. Yeah. With the exception of a small amount of high top tables. That you have to reserve. In and advance. how much was that reservation? A four top. And it was a minimum four top. You could only reserve a whole table. Uh, $160. A hundred and sixty fucking dollars. And this isn't like a private booth with, you know, some complimentary drink. This is a little tiny two-top table with four stools around it and a card that said reserved taped to the top of it. And those motherfuckers (laughs) had to stand on those stools because they couldn't see over the crowd. That was all stand only. One thing I really liked is there's no buffer between the ring and the crowd. There was just people all up on the apron, all elbows and fucking arms and hands all up on the apron. That was cool. And it made for a cool environment. It was a cool atmosphere. It was very kind of fight clubby, and I dug that. Mm, yeah. People went through tables. That, yeah. was, that was dope. And uh, it was Denver, so we got to smoke hella weed. Just like right there, <laughs> while we watched it, and that was that was okay too. Uh, that was okay too. You know, Jeff Hardy was there. Oh, dude! <laughs> Wellness policy. <laughs> Wellness policy. Hey, he's probably not getting checked for much right now. Yeah, probably not. He's on leave. I heard he was on the straight and narrow. Dude, whatever. I'll he can them. he can rock those medical trees if he wants to. Yeah, it's fine. Rock those medical trees. I'm not judging. Rock those medical trees. That's right. <laughs> so one one thing I did want to shout out from um, Lucha and Laughs uh, was a wrestler that we saw by the name of Hunter Gray. Um, ah, he was funny. You're going to be hearing about this guy if you haven't 
already. I think he might have shown up on TNA at one point. Uh, I know he did a... Uh, he worked out for WWE a couple of years ago. I don't think that worked out, but worth a Google. Hunter Gray. G-R-A-Y, Tyler? I think so. G-R-A-Y, Shit, I, I think. I Guy's got the look. He's got the are talent. Sh- he's got a great gimmick. Are we um, sure this is not an anime? Say again? <laughs> so are we sure this is not an anime? He kind of seems like he could be from an anime. He, seriously, yeah. Hunter Gray. Hunter, Hunter Gray. Gray. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude was... Uh, he was entertaining. He was super entertaining. Really the high spot of the night for me. I will also give it that. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to Hunter Gray. You know, maybe we'll reach out to Hunter and see if we can get some uh, some mic time with the guy. Mm-hmm. Do a little interview. We should. Yeah, that'd be great. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I had a, I talked to that. Uh, that I need to get into. I talked to somebody else at the uh, Respect Women's event. Oh, did you? Getting her on our podcast, too, and I told Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look into that and do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We gotta do that. Keep that in mind, fans. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. We're bringing people on. It's gonna be good. Yes, we're gonna talk about independent wrestling. Yes, we are. And stuff. All the stuff. Hey. <laughs> well, anything else? Oh, you wanted to talk about Evolve. Oh yeah. If, what is with Evolve? So. I don't know, maybe I haven't been paying attention, but I haven't heard of Evolve Wrestling before, and now we've got a bunch of signed WWE talent that's making appearances for Evolve Wrestling. Evolve has been kind of their, like, if, 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 if what, what represents NXT right now, like how people consider NXT the trainee brand yeah, the, the, for people to go up? the farm team. Evolve is, Evolve is the actual mm. training brand for the WWE as well. Okay. They good guy named Gabe, uh, Gabe something I can't remember his last name, runs that company and stuff and has worked with WWE quite a bit um, to make people. I mean, a lot of the guys from Adam Cole on down and stuff have appeared at Evolve. Hmm. Yeah, I saw, I saw some about Tyler Breeze was making an appearance. Yep. Yeah, and that kind of got my yeah attention. because Kyler. Because Kyle O'Reilly had to step down because he was deal- he's dealing with a nagging injury. Oh, uh, that's a bummer. It is. Yeah. Fun that Tyler Breeze is doing some shit, though. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, we have, we on Evolve's thing, we have Adam Cole versus Akira Tozawa. Ooh, that could be a great mm. match. So, you know, uh, Evol- the guy, Gabe, uh, used to run Dragon's Gate. Oh, really? really? Um, oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Dragon's Gate USA, I should say. Uh-huh. And he, uh, I've been to a f- quite a few of their shows as well. Um, that really, really great and fun. But he took over Evolved, and he gets sometimes Dragon Dragon's Gate people from there as well. Oh, that's Neat. cool. So, very cool. Well, thanks for clearing that up for me. I was wondering, and I was too lazy to Google it. <laughs> that, that's just from good old experience. I think I met Daniel Bryan at. Or at that time, his name was Brian Danielson. Right. At uh, Dragon's Gate. I got a photo with him, which was pretty awesome. That's cool. That 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 peaked the uh, nerd moment. I bet it did. Hell yeah. All right, Hobbs. Bring us home. All right, y'all. This has been an episode of Cactus Elbow Hangover. Boy, has it been an episode. Thank you for suffering with us. It is hot in my fucking apartment.
Yo, talk to your landlords about that, man. Nah, I mean, that's that's just heat naturally. My AC's blowing like a mofo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's because you live in a swamp. Mm, you don't. Uh, I but, don't. <laughs> but it feels like it. Uh, for those that don't know, Lincoln, Nebraska is one of the hottest, swampiest, muggiest motherfucking places. That doesn't have Earth. a swamp. <laughs> in the middle of the summer. Like, it just doesn't even make sense. It's a, whatever. It's a, it's a metaphorical swamp. Well, it's a hundred percent humidity. It's a that's gross. It feels like a swamp. That's uh, gross. Uh, I it mean, the, so we're gross. slowly working on that swamp with all the floods that we had here. So, mm. oh yeah, that's also true. Yeah, stay dry, man. It's another reason to move out to Denver. <laughs> Don't forget your towel. <laughs> Ouch. All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Jack DeSilvo Hangover featuring Ann Hobbs, 2 Ton 21, and infamous Afro was produced and edited by 2 Ton 21 at 2 Ton Studios, Aurora, Colorado. Subscribe for new episode notifications and more fun at cactuselbohangover.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Email 2ton at cactuselbohangover.com for information. Now let's enjoy the ride, employ the mind, exploit society.